welcome to the Justice for Gamers video game podcast. Episode 24, Keep It In Your Pants. In this episode, JFG Ash is not happy with this month's voted for PS Plus game. It sucks. JFG Alex is still driving around Russia or somewhere searching for the platinum in F1. There's a big pre-order slash beta debate, and also the Funkers joins in for the latest Pez and wants a price check. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is episode 24. My name is Alex, and I'm joined, as ever, by my good friend, Ash. Hello, Ash. Hey, buddy. How are things? I mean, we haven't done pleasantries so far this evening. We are literally just going off the bat. So, actually, how are you? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm uh, uh, settling back into British life. Um, (laughs) That being... um, Hating everyone and everything, and the weather. Well, definitely. Um, which is lovely. Yeah. Uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I've been frying my brain about working and stuff, but who cares about that, right? <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, you've been learning all the codes. Yeah, developing my knowledge. Um, but yeah, I've, I've done too much of that. I've been reading many leather-bound books recently. And, yeah, reading is definitely not my strong point. Neither is talking, but here we are. You've been uh, learning the hurt more. You've been learning the perp. You've been learning... Uh, the squalet. The <laughs> yep. Indeed, I have. It's been loads of fun. Definitely acronyms that you say as words. I think That's so. The first thing you learn, I believe. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm reading it, so I'm having to make it up as I go along. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally just going like that's some kind of syllable so I'll go with that you know it's probably totally wrong but oh well that's a beautiful thing though but yeah it's nice to have a good imagination with these things have you been up to anything exciting other than learning the Hutmore and the perp ah well it's been bank holiday so uh oh yeah it was raining so I didn't do anything that day but I did go to uh Drayton Manor on Friday Mighty, mighty yeah. theme park of the north. Yeah. North. Yeah, I guess so. Midlands. Fucking north, mate. <laughs> north of Watford. True, it is. Um, yeah, it was fun. Like, uh, my son took him on his like first proper, like, big boy roller coaster. Um, and he, he, yeah, he conquered it. He was definitely not sure at first. Like, you've seen the video of him on the like the smaller roller coaster but yeah the uh, there's one called like the well it's a ben 10 roller coaster there which goes forwards and then backwards it lasts like i don't know 30 seconds if that but it was pretty speedy and for like a five-year-old you know (laughs) 
I would have probably shat myself. But he did really well. It was funny Balls as hell. Balls of steel there, buddy. Yeah, you mate. can see him go through all the emotions on the video where he's like really edgied up for it and fearless and then it starts and he's terrified briefly, <laughs> maybe yeah. for about 15 seconds. Yeah. And then he realises that this isn't the end and he will continue to live <laughs> and then he enjoys it again. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, commendable. Indeed. So yeah, it was a good, good weekend for me. Uh, and um, I heard that you, you've been quite busy this weekend as well. I have been busy. I have. I had uh, many different things, including my uh, EP launch, my music that we don't talk about because this is a gaming podcast. True. Um, so that was good. My EP launch. That was fun. Um, and what else did I do? I I uh, went on an expedition. Uh, Across mountains. O2. Oh, not mountains then. No, no. similar. Similar <laughs> to a mountain. Yeah. Uh, the O2, the uh, the abomination uh, <laughs> that is the Millennium Dome stroke O2. Um, yeah, went up it. Had to wear a silly vest. Nice, like that. Um, and a harness that I had to step into. Uh, the harnesses weren't big enough for me so uh, <laughs> had to get one had to get one for a taller person nice <laughs> so that was something um but yeah that was quite fun just walking up a building and then having a look from the top being like yeah this is quite nice See, and then walking some back taller down buildings next to it yes uh, there were some taller yeah. buildings next to it making a mockery <laughs> of the entire thing but uh <laughs> it was still good fun um yeah, and then a, a lovely meal out for Ellen's birthday, which was very nice as well. Lovely jubbly. Uh, and then just watching lots of football, and then the transfer window closed. So that was about it. <laughs> Sounds good, buddy. Well, uh, hopefully this week I will upload the podcast on time, being Sunday, instead of, you know, whenever the fuck I feel like it, maybe a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> You got the whole world in your hands, buddy. So yeah. uh, <laughs> the one time I forget to send it home, you know, is, is the day, is the weekend you're <laughs> yeah. off on the Friday and yeah, the Monday. And the Monday, yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah, well, good, good. shit, buddy. If you're going to make an impact, then yeah. that was the time. I'm sure everyone listening to this was so fucking pissed off with me. They were like, Fuming. "Come to Sunday, they're fucking refreshing their podcast lists, and we're just not there." And they're like, "Well, what?" What the fuck, yo? Mate, we lost, we've lost. we lost 50% of our audience. <laughs> two, two to three people stops listening because of that. Probably. Oh, well. <laughs> that will happen. Well, so that's quite enough shiting about, and I think we should probably move on to the well-trodden ground that is what we've been playing. Would you like to get the ball rolling this week, or shall I? I ask every single week, and we just start with you anyway. Yeah, we're just going to start like with me. You ask. know, it's alphabetical. Yeah. Yeah, totally no. not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously the uh, PlayStation Plus games came out Tuesday this week. Yeah, let's talk about those together. Yeah, so uh, the only game that I think that I've played really that you haven't is Skylanders Trap Team. Yes! <laughs> So, um, yeah, my son was incredibly ill on Sunday night. So, uh, Monday, uh, luckily it was pissing it down outside, so we literally just sat around and played Skylanders all day. And that game is so broken. 
it's terrible. <laughs> For a co-op game to be so broken, it's just, it's outstanding. It's, you know, there's some kind of award that needs to be given to this game. And it, it just comes back to that whole situation of, like, you go so far away from each other and it just shits itself. Or one of you falls off the side and it shits itself <laughs> again. And, like, um, it'll either pull one of you off and then you'll both spawn, like, back on the island, but you'll probably fall off again. And it's just terrible. It is just a bad, bad game. Apart from that, it's really fun, obviously, messing about with your kids and, and playing that with all the, like, the shitty figures that cost way too much money. Loads of fun. But yeah. yeah, I mean, from from an outsider's perspective, um, the whole thing sounds appalling. Yeah, totally. But because you're playing it like with your kid, it's just so much fun because like they get so much enjoyment out of that. Because they're not fussed about how it's fucking broken. They're just like, yeah, I got this little figure. I'm gonna put it down there. Now it's on the telly, and I'm moving him about. I mean, fuck me if that that was like there when I was like between 5 and whatever 10 I would have been like this is the f- this is the best thing ever think of like it would be like think of all your action figures back in the day you had if you could put them on like a little thing and then they'd be on the telly and you could play them in a computer game how good would that be seriously it would be good um and uh, yeah it, I would have loved that I definitely would have loved that but um I think it's worth mentioning that that Lego thing looks. Um, I don't know if there's such a thing as a Skylanders killer. Yeah, but it does. That look Lego pretty, Dimensions pretty cool. looks yeah. ridiculous, yeah, man. Yeah, Dementia. Like, uh, and, I, and I feel like if they don't get their act together, the Skylanders lot, then well, could this be in is real trouble. This year, Skylanders, like, I couldn't give a fuck. They're putting vehicles in it. Brilliant. Well done. Like, great. Whereas, like, Lego Dimensions is like, it's going to be more expensive, but. Like, you know the whole thing that I was saying, like, if you could customise your figures and stuff and put them down, you yeah. can, you can't do that, but you can build anything I think you want and put it on and then it appears in the game. It's just the licences they've got as well. Though, oh, yeah, like. definitely that as well. Um, like, yeah, but, like, I think they're going to be very, very expensive. I feel like they, they, they'd have to... I don't know, I suppose it comes down to whether they they I mean they should be considered a rival to Skylanders, you know, it's and amiibos uh, and everything all, all that shit man. So yeah. presumably they can't price themselves too high. They've got got to be seen to be competing in some way with those. I, yeah. I don't know. It it do, it did look expensive. I remember a couple of uh, well, maybe three or four podcasts ago, we we looked at the price list of the the stuff that was coming out at launch. Yeah, launch day. It's always you're talking hundreds yeah. for everything. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. All right, I'm, I'll definitely keep an eye on it and maybe like bag it like in a year later, like I normally do when it's down to like twenty quid for the base. Makes sense. Yeah, it, it. But yeah, it does look very very cool. Like, and the fact there's like a portal level and shit like that. I mean, yeah. that's that's awesome, man. That's well good. But it'd be nice to see if it had like online co-op. It won't because it's a Lego game, but you never know. Would be nice. There's always share play then, because that works so well. Oh yeah, brilliantly. Yeah. Um, so that's enough Skylanders because probably anyone listening to this doesn't really care about that. <laughs> so um, other game 
I've played but also with you and it's been pretty much every night that we've been on gaming and that's Rocket League. We're hooked. I can't get enough. We're hooked on this game. I want to play it now. Yeah. I'm annoyed that we're not playing it now. Yeah, it's, this is stupid. This is so pointless, this podcast. You should just sack it <laughs> off me. This podcast is not Rocket League, and that, that <laughs> angers me at this moment in time. Indeed. Um, we're loving it, and we're getting quite good at it. And yeah. I believe so. But we still have fucking moments, though, where like one of us will just be like, I absolutely just toilet for an entire game. Um, and there's nothing, like, nothing has changed. It's just like... You're, it's like a mental fart. It just it's when you're trying too hard. That's yeah, what I think it is. so. Yeah. The harder you try to play on, hard, harder you try to play well on that game, the yeah, worse. Yeah. The play. more you focus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the worse it goes. But yeah, we had some cracking battles last night against what was it? Block Stars and old. Uh, Pate. Oh, yeah, old Pate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the beauty of it. You you know if if you each match is only sort of five minutes or so and. If you come across a pair that you don't like or that smash you, then you you know you just can just off. find a new pairing at the end of the game. But last night we found those two. They we were happy to play them, and they were happy to play us. And we played about eight matches against them, and, and it was really good. We didn't lose. We didn't lose. So <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't leave. Which no, was they didn't bizarre, leave or quit but, uh, during the game. There was still plenty of quitting over yeah. the last few days, but um, yeah, what a great game! Just. Yeah. Smashed it, seriously. And that was, once again, the best PS Plus game to be released so far. Indeed. Uh, So I guess that's a little segue on to this month's PS Plus games. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I know, right? What are we going to talk about? The only only stuff that I have played this week, uh, other than the PS Plus stuff, is more F1, still going for the Platinum. Um, fuck me, seriously, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> good, I reinstalled the PES demo because I couldn't take it anymore. I saw, I had to buddy. Play it again. I didn't bring it up yesterday, but I was like, oh, he played that an hour ago, did he? Mm, yeah. Shitbag. Downloaded it again. Um, can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, and Alphabet, I'm back on Alphabet on my new shit phone. Nice. Well, new shit that's not bad, but yeah, cheap. It's good. Yeah, man. Yeah. It works as a phone. It was the uh, same price as a SIM-only contract. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that gives you some idea. Yeah. But, you know, it's running, like, the latest Android and stuff. What more do you need, buddy? Yeah, it's white. It's made of plastic. Everyone likes that. Anyway. Yeah. Durable. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Um, plus. So I haven't played Zeo Drifter, is it? Uh, don't do that. Okay, I didn't. Uh, Zeo Drifter. I didn't I've, even I've, install it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a Master System game, like a NES game. You know, I'm a big fan of playing games from 30 years ago. Yeah, so it, it runs, it it plays and runs like a NES game. It's got 8-bit music. Um, it's incredibly blocky. It's the most retro-looking game I've played for a very, very long time. Great, uh, and it's. <laughs> It kind of reminded me a little bit of um, I can't remember what the name of the game is. It was, it was another one that we had on PS Plus where <laughs> you could it was like two XX or something like that, so okay. spaceshipy thing. And then you dock the spaceship and you run through corridors. It was that. Um, 
it's like that, but it's, it's, I just couldn't give a fuck. I deleted it like 10 minutes in. I didn't give it a very good, a, a fair chance, perhaps. But it's just 2D side-scroller. It's, it's permadeath as well. So if you die, oh, nice. you start again, like, which, you know, I love that. Um, yeah. It kind of brings us on to Super Time Force Ultra. Is it called yes. that? Have you which, played this? Yeah. So, like, I looked at the artwork and I was like, oh, this could be a really quite cool cartoon-looking, I don't know, something. No, it is not. It is pixelated awesomeness, once again. Um, I, I played it, I don't know, half an hour. Um, and then I was just like, that's enough. Um, it's it's all right. It's fine. Not great. <laughs> it's a fuck lot better than uh, Zero Drifter, I tell yeah. you that. But um, I like the idea. Like, so it had like three characters, and like each one had like different moves. Is it three or four? I can't yeah, remember. three. Um, yeah. So uh, one was your standard big old gun guy, and he could charge his gun up. Um, the other one had bullets that bounced off walls and shot through walls as well. And then the other one was like a blocking, smashing kind of guy. And also the idea of like time travel, I guess, like, was it like Braid or whatever it is? Kind so of, yeah, at, at any yeah. moment you can uh, pause the game and then rewind. Um, and it, you'll see it rewind what you've just done on the screen. But uh, you can pause that at any point and bring another character in from that point. So yeah. the idea is that you... It's kind of strategic in that maybe you'll be blasting away with one thing and then just before some something maybe come and kill you, you can pause it, rewind, introduce another character to deal with whatever killed the first guy. Or, uh, you know, you can get all three of them involved at different times. It's, it's clever. Yeah. I didn't find it very fun. No. And I think I'm on the same wavelength with you on that. It, I, I was like, oh, this has got some good good ideas behind it but one I don't the artwork I didn't like uh, the sound design I didn't like <laughs> quite funny though yeah definitely like the script and stuff uh, I really enjoyed that and like the the whole setting of like yeah um, it was definitely aimed at adult people <laughs> with the script I think this is a good game I'm just completely burnt out on side scrollers uh, and that's Sony's fault actually yeah it but, is Sony's uh, fault you're right but yeah, uh, worth noting that four of the three of the four games we got this month are two D side scrolling platformers, yeah. and uh, you know that must be you know three to add to the what twenty we've yeah, had. Yeah, we already since had. We bought our consoles. Just... Now, you know if, if 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 you really want every person in your um, PS Plus scheme to tire of a single genre. If you they've done well feeding it to them yeah. for two years, then congratulations and a round of applause because you have succeeded. I just don't want to play them anymore, and uh, I groan as soon as I load them up, even though it's not at all fair on the games. But no, totally. That's just the way it's the way it's been. Which takes us to Tesla Grad, yes. I guess. Another no, I 2D side scroller. Yeah, I feel differently about this one. It looks beautiful. Looks really nice. I like the artwork. It's beautiful, bish. Oh yeah. <laughs> like a teapot. Like a teapot. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. I like this game. 
It, you, you have to use your brain a little bit. I, I got confused, so I got I got the glove, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And I started punching shit, and I was like, oh, okay. Then you can punch the enemies, and they do shit as well. And I'm like, wow, shit and shit's coming together. But yeah, I I like this. It's cool. Um, mainly due to it looking nice. I mean, it looks lovely. That the is art style is gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I I really like the idea of like you know the two forces like the red and blue kind of like fighting together. Not fighting, but you know what I mean. Like um, one activates the other and things like that. It's it's a nice little puzzle twist to the 2D side scrolling. Yeah, so the idea here is that uh, you've got uh, very early on you get these gloves and uh, you can basically it's it's sort of like magnets um, yeah. where you've got you can turn certain things blue and certain things red um, and if you turn two things the same color then they they push away from each other so perhaps you can get through a door by um, sending ma- making a red thing and a blue thing turn them into a red thing and a red thing and it pushes one of them away so you can get through uh, maybe you can lift up doors by you know opposites attract so you can have one thing that's red one thing that's blue uh, i've just got to the stage where it's introduced some cheeky boots as well that Ooh. allow you to um sort of shift sort of teleport three steps forward kind of thing through like iron bars and that sort of thing okay. there's some really cool mechanics in here um, the, the whole shifting mechanic has has led to uh, I'm, I'm on a, a part of the moment where I'm having to cross a, it's, it's it's all platforming but I'm having to cross a massive ravine and you do it by jumping and then once you get to the, the peak of your jump you can then like morph forwards and then grab onto things it, it plays really nice and it looks really nice it's, it's a clever puzzle game and yeah. um it, it stands out. It really does stand out, especially it st- stands out in a sea of shit. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's not hard. But I, uh, um, I don't know if you found this, but I don't know where the fuck I'm going. And I was really worried about that because if you pop the touchpad down, it brings up one of those maps, and it, yep. it very much reminded me of stuff like the dropper, um, where. I feel like I don't know if I'm in the right room or where I'm going or whatever. It's it seems really strange because it's it's showing me a map that I'm looking at every now and again. I feel like I'm travelling through the the world at random, but it I seem to be going the right way. I keep getting further and further through. Have um, you come across some fire breathing like mechanical demon thing yet? The boss battle, yeah, I did that one. Ah, uh, that's okay. So I'm I'm on my way. I think it? it's it, it's giving the impression that it isn't linear, but it seems to be funneling me in a specific yeah, direction. Yeah, in a specific direction, um, yeah. Which I don't mind at all. I, I don't like it when you... like It was like Rogue Legacy, you know, where... Yeah. I don't like it when I don't know where the fuck I'm going or... Yeah, totally. Or, or why, or whether I'm going the wrong way. It's um, like, um, I think this is going to be a game like... Um, I was talking about the other day, that um, Shadow Complex, where you go through you, you and you kind of make your way through the map and you're upgrading things as you go along so like the gloves the boots like you say and then with those new things you can access new areas within the map yeah and i i fucking love that shadow complex that was awesome i i really enjoy games like that you know what's it like the metrovania metroidvania metroidvania yeah yeah, yeah. um but only if they look good i don't want to look at old crappy 
stuff. <laughs> uh, don't blame me for it. It's because it looks rubbish. I, 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 a lot of it is to do with the fact that I'm, I've played so many um, 2D side scrollers. But if if you're listening to this and you've just downloaded these games, then you're the same as me. You've got PS Plus and you've had all these games as well. So I would imagine, unless you're a massive fan of the genre, that you're getting a bit sick of it as well. Gibbons, buddy. So then, what is the final uh, well game for the PS4 then? Uh, okay, so the final game for the PS4 was Grow Home. That was the one that I wanted. Uh, I know it wasn't the one that you wanted. But I think you were still intrigued and, and looking forward to playing it all the same. Yeah, I like the fact that Grow Home is the cheapest out of the three. <laughs> I'm really glad about that, you know. The one that I wanted for was like 15 quid, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I might buy that." Um, no. Whereas if you know, if that was free, and then Grow Home was like six quid, that I would have had more of a chance of buying Grow Home than uh, whatever the one I wanted. The card. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say at this point. Uh, and so let's move on and find out why. <laughs> Uh, as we move to Afonso uh, Phoenix <laughs> quickly yeah swiftly nice. yeah so what is this week's Afonso Phoenix buddy uh, this week we have a phoenix, buddy, and uh, that phoenix is the game Grow Home. Oh, really? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wanted this one. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's and... fine. You, you can have it, mate. You can fucking I have it. it. It's, this is all my fault. Yeah, it is. Okay, so the reason that this is a phoenix... <laughs> uh, is, ...is an absolute blatant phoenix... Oh, ...is this. damn right. Ubisoft's Grow Home runs like a pile of shit sliding down a plate glass window. <laughs> Whilst raining? Whilst, well, no, no, it's, it's, it's taking a long time. Oh, okay. Sliding, sliding Slow, so gradually okay. you just have to look at it. Nice. Um, it occasionally speed ups and slows down, much like the frame rate on the PS4 game <laughs> Grow Home. And sometimes it'll just sit there. Yeah, sometimes it will just freeze for up to 15 to 20 seconds and you'll think that your console's crashed, but you can go back to the uh, dashboard, no problem. Yeah. Um, And then it will just start up again. Um, I have been looking forward to playing this game for something like a year now and was delighted that it was voted uh, the the game of choice for this, this month's PS Plus. Um... I, I, it, it's the worst optimized game I've ever played on this console. It, it's absolutely <laughs> it's so shambolic. Bad. It's it's fucking awful, borderline unplayable. You'll get the game freeze on you completely. Like it'll just freeze for s- seconds at a time. You know, ten to fifteen seconds, and then suddenly you're back again. The frame rate is all over the place. <laughs> I, I I don't think it goes over 30. It certainly goes Doesn't below, like, 15 quite regularly. Yeah. 
V-Sync's a bit of an issue. I know V-Sync is well. appalling. You get screen tearing all over the place. It's it's fucking awful. And <laughs> the fact that it's coming from one of the world's leading game developers. You know, Ubisoft have published this. It's an in-house studio that made it. Yeah. I've no was... doubt it runs like a charm on uh, the PC. I know it does. I've seen videos of it on YouTube where it's been running really nice. This reviewed well. It was considered an interesting game. To release this, I just honestly, like, I realised that the PS Plus voting thing meant that there was a deadline there of some description i find it hard to believe that that that, that's the problem i just don't think they threw enough people at it enough hours perhaps it's so poor it you you played you played it for what sort of 20 minutes or so what what were your impressions uh mainly just staring at the screen thinking this is really fucked. There's <laughs> just everything about it was just wrong. Like, I, I can't, well, everything that you said, I agree with. And I, I, I thought Ubisoft were meant to be, you know, turning it around. <laughs> Mate, this, com- this comes a week after last week's podcast when I was, I was gently mocking 2013 Ubisoft by saying they'd turned over a new leaf, they've delayed Rainbow Six because they're putting more effort into it, it wasn't quite ready yet, they weren't going to release games that weren't finished anymore. And then, boom. Here we go, this is what we get. This is what we get for for giving them any sort of credit whatsoever. And there's still no... An PC port that doesn't work properly, launched on a service that millions of people... Are, are subscribing to you know there's millions of people no, they have to if they want to play online buddy nowadays the number I don't know what the figures are for PS Plus right now but all of those people are playing your fucking game and thinking oh my god this is awful why would you do that I don't know but they've 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 done really really well there to you know sink it home on on the choice that Phoenix. everyone made Phoenix <laughs> indeed oh fucking hell uh, I don't know. It's been out what? It's been out what a day now on day, the thing. Yeah. Day and a bit. No, nothing from them. No, no mention of nothing. You know the fact that it's broken. Uh, no patch yet either, of course. Um, yeah. My my recommendation to you right now would be do not do not play this. Wait. You know. I, Surely they have to patch it, and uh, don't play it until they do. It, it's an absolute shambles. It's just fucking awful. The the performance is. Uh, it's like a Warner Brothers game on PC, buddy. True. That's what it's running like. Well, I've heard nothing but good things about Armello, buddy. You know that game runs really smooth, and <laughs> you know it works, and it's probably really fun. But you know, I I don't know that. <sighs> But yeah, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's time for the news. The news. a bit fast well yeah maybe a little do you want to do it again no okay number one number wang number wang 
the FIFA 16 demo has been announced. It has loads of stuff in it, and it's out on the 8th of September, which is Tuesday. Um, I don't know if this is a reaction to the fact that uh, Pez is garnering so much praise right now. Um, there's masses of hype surrounding Pez at the moment. Perhaps this is EA Sports sort of saying, oh shit, okay. Well, maybe we should try and do something about that. Either way, uh, this is a demo that comes out, what, five, six days before Pez is released? Yeah. Um, and there's all sorts of stuff in here. I'm looking forward to playing this. I've heard really good things. Um, so some of the stuff you'll find in here, the uh, FIFA Ultimate Team Draft, which is a, a new sort of mini tournament mode uh, where you can make sort of dream teams and play like four-team tournaments and stuff. Okay. Um, sounds quite interesting if you like that sort of thing. Um, this is all in the demo, by the way. These, are, these aren't just features I'm announcing. Yeah, I'm looking at the FIFA list 16. and I'm like, that, that's pretty impressive for just a demo. But then again, like... Demos should be more now. I mean, like, um, was it the uh, was the zombie one? Dying Light demo hit the store, didn't it? Oh and yeah, like, I you forgot just to, just forgot play to that, that for an hour. It's fucking, yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant. A timed timed demo. You can play the game for an hour, uh, and then you can load it up and play it for another hour. You, the only thing you can't do is save your progress, but it certainly gives you an excellent taste of the game. Definitely, and, definitely um, getting that at some we'll, point now. Yeah, we'll probably get that quite soon. But yeah, anyway, so this FIFA. has got... Uh, <laughs> it, no, it's cool, man. I had forgotten about that, to be honest. Uh, so yeah, you've got the FIFA Ultimate Team Draft. Um, you've got the Skills Trainer. Now, this is a some sort of training mode during a match where you can ask the game to uh, help you uh, and it gives you various options of things you might be able to do from the position that you're in. So maybe you'll be bearing down on goal and... Give it, you can load up a sort of in-game training mode where it suggests either that you lob or you curl top corner or whatever and then you get points for completing those as if they were challenges which that sounds quite interesting um, so it's teaching you what football is uh, it seems to it seems to be teaching you how to play the game while you're playing it which you know you could argue is better nice. than like a training mode yeah um, true but there are the skills games that uh, I think people quite like the skills games. I, I, I was always a huge fan of those in FIFA during loading screens and that sort of thing. Uh, there's six new skill games and they'll all be in the demo. Uh, and the demo also includes three stadiums and ten teams, including um, City, Chelsea, PSG, Barca, Real. Um, yeah, really feature-rich for a demo. I, I don't know how long the game length will be. Uh, one of the things that I really like about the PES demo is that you can have full 10-minute matches and then just restart those games straight yeah, away. Yeah, straight off which, the bat, yeah, it's cool. Which is cool. Uh, it's what you want. I remember the old the old FIFA demos it used to be sort of like two-minute halves. Yeah. And, uh, it was over before you knew it. But, um, yeah, uh, it's certainly worth a download. It's free after all. And... Uh, yeah, that's next week, so we can probably talk about that on next week's podcast, I'd imagine. Maybe, buddy. I mean, like, these skill games, they're all right, but I'm much more of a big fan of, like, the giant football that used to be there, you know, in the free arena, free Rome arena. <laughs> the huge football building behind. Yeah, giant football building. Big fan of that. Space age. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, loads of stuff on there. Very impressive. 
we'll try it out when it comes out. Yeah, it's uh, it's difficult not to be, you know, we're quite clearly in the Pez camp. Um, but we only switched to Pez last year. So that gives you some sort of idea about our bias, you know. We... Uh, we're fairly objective when it comes to these things. We want to play the best game. It's the same when we switched to the PlayStation from the Xbox. We want to play the best console. You know, we, we don't have that brand loyalty. Uh, and I think that's the way to be in this game. True. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, number <laughs> two. Uh, there's apparently going to be a Borderlands movie. I heard uh, this. This is going to be um, made by Lionsgate. Um, we've got a statement from the uh, chairman of Take-Two Interactive who hold the license for Borderlands uh, Strauss Zelnick that's a great name um, this alliance between them and Lionsgate is ideally positioned to create a bold, provocative no-holds-barred motion picture phenomenon that will delight Borderlands' current legion of fans and captivate moviegoers around the world <laughs> <laughs> I think they picked him as the uh, chairman for his incredible statement giving because that's a beauty um, no cast or director has been announced up until this point um, and we will move on from that straight away because we've got a question about it later so I no. won't ask what you think of it right now I just want to know who's going to play Moxie really yeah, I'd like to know that as well <laughs> um, Emma Stone maybe putting Emma Stone forward anyway uh, the next one, let's move on. Uh, while we're on the subject of uh, feature films from video games, um, were you aware that there is an Assassin's Creed movie being made at the moment? Uh, I was, because I read it like two minutes ago. On the pod notes? Yes. You're welcome. Um, Michael Fassbender has been confirmed for the lead of that <laughs> film. <laughs> so... <laughs> Sorry. Well, what? His name just made me laugh. It's just like funny. I mean, <laughs> if you take the F off the beginning, just read that without the F, buddy. What you got? <laughs> uh, moving on to... <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> next story. <laughs> He's um, an ass bender. <laughs> Uncharted 4 uh, has a confirmed release date, and that release date is the 18th of March, 2016. I'm so excited about that. That doesn't feel... Now we've moved into September, it feels like we're moving out of the summer. The 18th of March doesn't feel very far away to me. It's only like seven months, isn't it? It's not far, like... buddy. Not no, far at not all. Not long at all. Uh, but they're shitting it now. <laughs> Fucking naughty dog. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've got the date now. Come on. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be... No, it's going to be... And it, ridiculous. I mean, we've got. Uh, we'll probably get the Nathan Drake or whatever it is collection. I'm guessing. Yeah, I think so. So we can go, go through one two. to three again. Well, I can go from again. You can go for the first time. Well, apart from well, was it three you played? Wasn't it on yeah, PS I, Now? I, I did three on PS Now during the yeah. PS Now beta uh, and just absolutely loved it. I mean, if I hadn't done that, if PS Now beta hadn't been a thing, then. I, I, w I wouldn't have anywhere near the sort of love for this that I do. Yeah, I'd totally, just be I think like, so. Yeah, cool, okay, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, um, for. yeah, just what a, a great set of games. And 
looking forward to the collection so that I can play through the first two for the first time and um, massively excited about this um, not to forget that uh, going to be multiplayer in here as well and, that's true uh, Last of Us's multiplayer was very good so something for everyone there um, this will be a pre-order worth noting they've announced single player story DLC for this this game's not out till March I, no, I don't like talking that. about DLC yeah. It's always a good good way to start it off. Yeah, I don't like that at all. No. Um, Keep it then, in your pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Uh, and on the subject, can you see what I've done here, Ash? I've actually put the news in a, an order that makes fucking sense to I know, everyone. right? What is this all about? Uh, I'm, I do apologise. I don't like it. Um, Deus Ex... Um, it has pre-order bonuses in a new and exciting way. Have you heard about this? Oh, uh, yes, it's the tier system. It is a tiered system based on pre-order sales. Yes, so um, they were on about it on the Video Gamer podcast because I was listening to it earlier today. And this has already happened before. Um, when I ordered, pre-ordered, classic pre-order, um, bloody... Ah, oh, Tomb Raider uh, on Steam. They they had like a tier system of shit that were unlocked after how many pre-orders, and all of them got unlocked. So uh, I I don't know. Are, are we going to go on to like is this a good or a bad thing or what? Oh, it's undoubtedly a bad thing. Um, yeah. I wasn't going to discuss that at all. Okay. Um, I I didn't know that it, it had happened in the past. Yeah, I was fine with it. I didn't care. Well, do you think you would have cared if they hadn't all been unlocked? No. No, because okay. they, they, it would be suicide for the company not to unlock all of them. I, I reckon anyway, because it, it would be absolutely stupid. It's just there for like people to be like, oh, get this shit. It's just all a, a, it a ruse or whatever, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. It's... It's all just publishing, like, um, publicity, that's the word. Um, saying, like, oh, yeah, pre-order, you know, and then, like, close to the time, they'll bump up the number and say, well, we're nearly there, get everyone pre-ordering. We should probably explain this very briefly for anyone who doesn't know what's going on here. So, basically, the idea is that um, Deus Ex has a, a selection of tiers, and uh, I think there's four or five different tiers, and they've basically said that um, each tier will unlock as they reach a certain milestone and that milestone comes down to number of pre-orders so for for everyone who pre-orders the game to get all of the pre-order bonuses uh, they have to reach a target number of pre-orders so if they don't reach that number then you won't get everything you know that they haven't announced the figures and as you say it's probably publicity but as a concept the idea that that whether or not you get extra content with your pre-order is based on stuff that's completely beyond your control the number of other people who are frankly stupid enough to pre-order again yeah. um doesn't sit very well with me at all and um yeah, I don't give a shit about all these pre-order bonuses when it's like sort of nope. oh a coat or you know oh you get a golden helmet or something like that. Yeah, the only um, time that I pre-order a game is if I want it there and then on release day. Full stop. 
I don't yeah. care if there's any extra stuff. Like with Tomb Raider, I think there was like the first two items were like an extra multiplayer level, like a fucking crossbow or something. But then like the third one, the final tier was you got um, was it Guardian of the Light or whatever it is. Um, you know that the other Tomb Raider game, and I was like, oh fuck it, like I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it anyway. Like I want it for release day, so I'll just put me pre-ordering in. If I get it, I get it. If I don't. I'm I'm not really fussed. Like n- nothing there would have changed my experience of the game itself. So I was like, if it's there, win-win. If it's not, oh well. I understand work. you not having a problem with it, and that those that makes perfect sense to me. But as a concept, I think oh, yeah. it's really awful. It's, um, <laughs> if it's all just nonsense stuff, then it's fine. Like you know, they're just drumming up more interest for their thing. Like I couldn't give a fuck. Let them do it, but. If it's going to be like, yeah, if you don't pre-order this, you're going to miss out on like an extra like two hours of gameplay. I'm like, well, fuck you. That's when it gets serious. Well, I think that might be where it's going. Yeah, well, I hope not because then, I don't know, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, well, we'll move on. Um, yeah, we'll move on. And this is the last piece of news this week. And this is about Star Wars Battlefront. Um, I don't remember if it was a private conversation or if I said this on the podcast last week, but I firmly expect Star Wars Battlefront to come out and be broken and not work properly. <laughs> totally. Um, because Battlefield 4 came out and was broken, Battlefield 3 came out and was broken, and Battlefield 1942 came out and was so broken we couldn't play it for three weeks. Yeah, that was good um, fun. And I, and I mentioned that I kind of was hoping there'd be a beta by now, at least announced. Now, um, quickly, the beta for this, am I right in saying that you have to have EA access? Or if you've got EA access, you get on the beta early? Um, I I was skirting around looking before the uh before we started recording and i can't i couldn't find anything that specified who could get onto the beta the beta okay. hadn't hadn't been announced as as a thing until a few days ago so yeah i don't think that they're i, I think that this is going to be open i think it's going to be open in a similar way i think battlefield 4 was an open beta as well like anyone could play it and download it and they were sort of stress testing we didn't yeah. have to pre-order anything or be part of anything now i could be completely wrong or maybe they just haven't announced it yet because they've said a lot of the things they've said in this statement are more details to come um from what i know at this very moment in time everyone's going to be able to have a go of this um, that's nice but if if people with ea access get to have it like for an extra week beforehand then that once again, fucking ridiculous. Well, People paying Xbox money. Xbox only, isn't it? Because yeah, true. It's not, that not Xbox a PlayStation only. service. True, but then also paying. Well, yeah, paying that yearly subscription. You know, that's going to rope people in just to do that to play this beta or beta or whatever. Well, that, it's up to them, man. Like, yeah, I know. True, but it shouldn't be. They shouldn't be doing this. But yeah, let's go on to. What does it involve then, buddy? So yeah, they've uh, they've been talking about what's going to be in the beta, and uh, it looks like three different levels or modes. So Walker Assault on Hoth, a forty-player multiplayer battle featuring rebels and the Empire, 
Walker Assault will give will also give you the chance to play as two of the most iconic characters in the Star Wars universe, Darth Jar-Jar Vader Binks. and Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jar Jar Binks and uh, one of those little mouse robots off the Death Star. Yeah. Ewok number two. <laughs> Warwick Davies. Um, so, yes, so that's going to be in there. Uh, survival mission on Tatooine. Uh, you and a rebel friend must fight back waves of imperial forces. Rebel friend. Rebel friend. And drop zone. A brand new mode with more details to be announced in the coming weeks. Okay, cool. Drop zone. So, yeah, uh, they're having a beta. They're having it the month before the game launches. Uh, it still won't be enough, Ash. That game will come out broken. Oh, but, of course um, it will, but at least we can play it beforehand and be like, yeah, we really don't want this game. Let's just fucking <laughs> wait for Rainbow Six. The cynical, jaded fuckers at yeah. the Justice for Gamers podcast. That will happen. <laughs> and that is the end of the news. And now it's time for golden release time. <laughs> I love golden release time. <laughs> now, got the, the words golden release time were mentioned last week during Out This Week uh, in in discussion about the fact that the the schedule was looking fairly healthy. Yeah. Um, and we've left the summer drought and moved into... The golden release time. Indeed. And uh, Funk picked up on this. He sent us a message this week saying... Can you please rename it out this week to Golden Release Time? Uh, because it sounds like a party where people wee on each other. Um, yes. We're very accommodating to Funk on this podcast. Uh, he's one of uh, several listeners that we have. And uh, so, yes. <laughs> okay. So nice. now it's time for Golden Release Time. Uh, and before we get into what's actually coming out this week... Um, I wanted to mention the Humble Bundle because yes. it looks a little bit tasty. I don't know if you want to <laughs> if you want to talk about this, Ash, because you sent me a link to it. Um, yeah, I said get a new computer so we can buy this and play it. Yeah, so this is fairly ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, it's like just like every Tom Clancy game that you really want to play um, for like ten dollars. So that's like six quid. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why you wouldn't pay the full ten dollars because then, like, you get um, what's it, Future Soldier and Blacklight, um, the latest Splinter Cell, even though it's like years old. I still haven't played that, so um, I, I'm gonna get this and just have it on my hard drive because um, it's six quid. Okay, so we've got uh, the original Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six 3 Gold, uh, the Raven Shield and Athena Sword downloadable content as well. Nice. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas, uh, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. I think Ghost you can leave Recon. Um, Tom Clancy out. I did this. at that point, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ghost Recon, <laughs> uh, Rainbow Six Siege multiplayer beta. Um, and then if you pay the, what is it, £6 or whatever. Yeah, it's um, like £6.50 or something, isn't it? Then you get Rainbow Six Vegas 2, Splinter Cell Conviction, and uh, Splinter Cell, the original as well. Um, and Blacklist, and Future Soldier. Yeah, 
So not bad. And there's so there's, there's more games announced soon. Yeah, exactly. So, so they're probably throwing like what was it End War? I'm trying yeah, to think of that's other true. Ones. Uh, what was that jet thing? Oh fuck yeah! That could possibly know. be in there as well. Uh, I can't remember the name of that. Yeah, Funk had that, didn't he? Yeah, Loved he liked it. it. Yeah, so definitely worth six pound fifty, even if you've played them all. Or it's not worth it if you've already got them all. That would be a waste of six pound fifty. Indeed. But <laughs> still, if you haven't, um, yeah, get it. I'm gonna do that. Literally, when we finish, I might even do it now while while we're talking about shit. And I'm not because I haven't got a PC. Yeah, well, you're dumb. Well, dumb, dumb. Probably. Can you get uh, you play on Mac? I'd imagine so, but I doubt everything will run on there. Mm, true. Oh well. What else is uh, in this golden release time then? Uh, in golden release time, we've also got Army Krog on the Ooh. PC. Uh, as well as Circuit Infinity on the PC. Uh, but more importantly, Tearaway Unfolded releases this week on the PS4. Nice. Uh, this is a game that Ellen has pre-ordered. It's the first time she's pre-ordered anything. Fucking um, hell. Because she loved Tearaway. So um, might have to have a little go of that next time I'm around there. And um, Super Mario Maker comes out this week on the Wii U as well. Yes, it does. Which is quite cool. Um, so yeah, again, there tri- is two triple A's this week once again, um, and there'll be probably another two next week because we're in golden release time. Yep, yeah, love that golden release time. <laughs> and that was golden release time. <laughs> And now it's time for Fuckwit Corner. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting some questions. Funk. Funk. What's he got to say for himself this week? He's got some questions, buddy. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Firstly, Funk says, I'm all jacked up for PES 2016. Uh, How about a little section where you sniff out some decent pre-order prices, etc.? Well, obviously we're going to be buying this on the store because we're going to be family sharing it. Um, But Funk's family sharing partner doesn't like football so that's not really an option for him um so i did a little mooching around um i know you you found this really cheap a few weeks ago didn't you a, a pre-order of it yeah it was like 30 quid or sub just under 30 quid or something like that yeah and that's that's the best that i can do as well so if you go to the gamecollection.com uh, you can pre-order this on PS4 or Xbox One for £29.75. Uh, I know you've used these these guys before and had no bother, did you? So Yeah, the games turned up, which was nice. Exactly. I mean, um, that's what it, you want. 
It wasn't on like um, a pre-order, obviously. Uh, I think I bought like Lego Batman 3 and I think Wolfenstein pre-ordered or um, pre-owned, not pre-ordered, um, off them. So they were games that they had in stock and they just turned up when they turned up. So I don't know what they're like about getting stuff to you on the day, but I haven't had any issues. I haven't heard anyone have any issues with them. So I'd go for that because it's... £29.75 for very cheap what's going to be a cracking game yeah I know right it's it's so good weirdly cheap Um, the second cheapest that I found was uh, Zavi.com online Um, that was £32.99 from those guys Um, I'd be more inclined to trust the game collection to be honest I've heard really bad things (laughs) about Zavi's online service yeah especially with like um, release day like posting to you on for it and stuff yeah not, not that good lots of horror stories there so yeah thegamecollection.com uh, they seem to have a lot of cheap stuff on there yep um, that might be your best bet uh, this is a good one if you could choose any game from all of history to get a new gen remaster what game would you choose um yes good question NFL Street. <laughs> yeah, buddy. That's fucking <laughs> awesome. Um, probably something like Ocarina of Time or something like that. I'm trying to think, like... Because you'd want a 3D game. You wouldn't want a fucking 2D, like... Yeah, like Mario or Super Mario or whatever. Maybe like Super Mario 64. I saw... Uh, I don't think it was a video, but... Uh, I don't know, I think it might have been a video of like someone had recreated uh, Mario 64 in the Unreal 4 engine and it looked amazing. Yeah, they got I bummed was... by Nintendo for doing that. Yeah, well, that will happen. But I was like, wow, that looks well cool. Uh, um, something from that era when 3D was like starting to kick off um, but looked really shit. <laughs> Unreal Tournament. Yeah, good shout. No, be me. Nice. Unreal be nice. Tournament. Um, actually, I didn't actually mention it in the news, but uh, uh, old Cliff Blazinski's new game was uh, properly announced this week. Um, this is his his company, Boss Key Productions. Um, to anyone who doesn't know, this is the guy who made Gears of War as well as Unreal Tournament. Um, Lawbreakers is called. Uh, okay, yeah. It's a first-person shooter. It does some really interesting things with anti-gravity. Uh, it's something to do with like um, the moon kicked off its axis, axis and anti-gravity on Earth, and you can like fly about and harpoon against stuff and all sorts. It looks very interesting. Lawbreakers. Nice, sounds nice. Look it up. But yeah, <laughs> I digress. So yeah, Unreal would be your choice. Then, I think so, be. yeah, because I think that I've, I said I wasn't really enjoying Call of Duty last week. Mm. Um, I loved Unreal, and I just Unreal Tournament, not not the first Unreal, but Unreal Tournament. Yeah, it's just the best. That's the best competitive shooter I've ever played. So I'd like to play that again with lovely yeah. graphics. Not a bad shout, buddy. Uh, so, finally, this isn't really a question from Funk, more of an opinion, more of a retort, 
after uh, last week's comments about the PS Plus voting system. Um, now, I, I'm certainly not really on solid ground here uh, with what's happened this week with Grow Home. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, talking about PS Plus, Funk says, I still reckon it's balls. Letting the masses vote on stuff doesn't work. What you get is George W. Bush. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Rocket League wouldn't have been voted in. True. It all seems like smoke and mirrors to me. Go find a good game and give it to me for free. You're the game expert, Sony. So yeah, <laughs> I, I can see what he's saying there. And yeah, totally. I still think Grow Home was the right choice, but no. it, it's released so broken um, that yeah. I, I kind of wish that your Armelo card game board game thing had won now because yes, but yeah, it's three times the price. It is three times the price. <laughs> Do you think Grow Home would have been a higher price had it not been the PS Plus game of choice? I think possibly. I th- yeah, I think so. I the fact know. that it's won, I, I feel like that drove the price down. And it'll probably go back up again once it's out of PS Plus and people have forgotten that it was ever in it. Yeah, maybe. We'll have to <laughs> Although keep an if they don't it. fix it, then just fucking don't bother. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, don't buy that game. <laughs> and that is Fuckwick Corner. Do you have a question for us here at the Justice for Gamers podcast? Every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you. Pop us a message on one of our social media sites or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out. And now it's time for questions and answers. So who's up this week then, buddy? We've got a couple of questions right here. Uh, The first one is from PJ. um, And it's the reason that I sort of cut you off earlier when I mentioned the uh, Lionsgate Borderlands film. Uh, Okay. PJ says, have you got any thoughts on the recently announced Borderlands movie? Do you think it'll be any good? Now, you're kind of a... I think it's fair to say you're a big fan of Borderlands to the point where you are... Sometimes playing a Telltale game, um, you don't really like Telltale games, but you're yeah, playing it because it's know, Borderlands right. and probably enjoying it because of the fact that it's Borderlands. So, are you yeah. excited about this? Is this something that interests you, or do you think they're just going to fucking wreck it? <laughs> what's your uh, What's your thoughts? Um, the, the the pessimist in me, you know, thinks that they're going to wreck it totally. It's how are they going to do it? It's not going to be cell shaded. It's going to be weird. Unless they do make it self-shaded, which would be really cool. That could be quite interesting, actually. Would you prefer animation to live action? No, they should do, like, actual people um... and then, like, mash their face up with computers. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I suppose you could could self-shade it, yeah. I mean, it's possible. Um, Yeah, I don't know, because, like, Borderlands is very, like, disjointed in its, like, movements and stuff like that. It's not a very smooth game, is it? So, I don't know, to make that into, like, some kind of action movie might be a bit odd. And, I don't know, like, 
if if the humor and stuff's in there, because that's the main point for me is the humor. It's it's so funny. If they've got that in there, then yeah, I'll be happy. But I'm never, never a big fan of like movie tie-ins when it comes to games. I, I can't really think of one that I like. I feel like they've already made this movie and it's called Mad Max. Yeah, I, I, I did think that. <laughs> um, that went through my head straight away. Uh, um, straight away even. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I guess the whole thing of, like, you know, using the, the licenses of Borderlands will make it more fun for me. Because I like Mad Max. It's, 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 it's good. But... This will be more familiar, I think, than that. I'll be able to relate more to this because I know a lot of the backstories and things like that. Whereas um, with like other stuff, obviously, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. At the same time, though, I mean, it's a far smaller audience that are, oh, are going to totally. be in that position. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm part of the elite, buddy. No, <laughs> damn right. I think I think it's cool, <laughs> but as you say. Um, I'm massively pessimistic about it because I I can't, as you say, I can't think of a single fucking video game film that was any good. So, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I, I don't know. It's always a bit, of a, a bit of a watershed moment when they announce the director for something like this, you know. Yeah. Um, it makes a massive, massive difference as to whether you have any sort of confidence in the project or not. Uh, and that hasn't happened yet, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I'd love them to make a fist of Borderlands as a franchise and, and release films because it it's it's a really sort of vibrant, exciting universe, great humour, great characters. Um, but whether they will or not, I, I I couldn't possibly say. Yeah, totally. And like, it's funny. Like, I was just like thinking back to like. Some of like the very first original shots of Borderlands that I saw where it was like this really nice 3D looking environment and stuff like with these monsters and stuff or whatever. And then like not long before release, they're like, yeah, fuck that. We're, we're doing this cell shaded or something. It's just like, and I, I think like I, I wouldn't have liked this game as much if it was trying to be more realistic i like the cartooniness it adds to the humor and stuff like that so once again i think if there is a film and it is like live action or whatever i think that's gonna really take away from the feel of borderlands you know yep no yeah you could well be right there um I, i'm inclined to agree um yeah i think we'll we'll probably mention this again i'll, I'll, I'll pop it in the news when the director's announced because i think that that's kind of that's the kind of make or break moment obviously you, yeah. you can't then say whether or not it's going to be a good film but you certainly have a far better chance of doing so than we do right now so uh, we'll leave it until then I think Gibbons uh, and finally this week uh, we have a question from Johnny Briggs and the Johnny Briggs Johnny Briggs wants to know this um, Ash if the Xbox had exactly the same power as the PS4 would you feel right now like you'd bought the wrong console? Um, would I have Connect or not? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I would if it was release day, wasn't it? On release day, then yeah. But you wouldn't have to use it or plug it in. Yeah, but <laughs> you'd what have was pa- the price you'd have paid for it? 
Can you remember what the price difference was? How much was an Xbox One on release? Was it like 400 or something? Uh, on release, the PlayStation was 350 and the Xbox was 430. Oh, fuck it. That's a big difference there, isn't it? If they're like the same, and I don't want Connect, because I really didn't want Connect. Um, now, I would be like, yes, I would prefer an Xbox if they were the same power, I think. Uh, mainly due to PSM being like totally wank. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not upset with buying a PS4 because it is more powerful. <laughs> so Johnny Briggs can. Uh, yeah, but if it wasn't, go away with his. Stop, <laughs> stop it! No. Stop. Um, stop it! Stop it! If the Xbox came out like we said it was, it should have without the Connect, like it did do after so many months, and it was the same price as a PS4, then yeah, I would have gone for the Xbox, definitely, because the Xbox Live Surface uh, service is awesome, and we know that. So yeah, I would have stayed with Xbox. I think that's the thing. I think the question isn't really fair on the PlayStation because. It's it, that wasn't the only problem. The, the the power wasn't the only issue, and we we did deduce before these consoles came out that the Xbox would have less power. It was all about that RAM, and yeah. we knew it was going to be less powerful. And, and most publications did, and they were talking about it. And, and Microsoft were pushing talk of the cloud, the cloud acting as extra power. Yeah, and they wouldn't have done that had the console been powerful enough already. Totally. So. We knew that, so that was a, a huge factor, of course, the power, but also the price point, the fact it was, you know, 70, 80 quid more expensive, and and you had to pay that money to get something that you didn't fucking want. Yes. And then the, the, the whole faux pas with the television services and stuff, the fact that you felt like they'd invested heavily in technology for for a fucking TiVo box rather than for a games console. Yeah. Um, I think that there are positives to being on the Xbox I mean Xbox Live being the main one but uh, but there aren't many others in my opinion and and as as impressive as the exclusives lineup was at Gamescom there's not a lot there that I personally would like would buy and would play you know so no nah, I know what you mean I don't know it, it's a bit of a toss-up I still think that it wins through it, it, I mean, it wins through power, and it's hard to imagine them both being the same power because it would change everything. I mean, Xbox wouldn't have done what they did at Gamescom this year because they wouldn't have needed to no. suddenly That's announce thing is, seven, yeah. eight, nine exclusives. They're doing that as damage limitation from the fact they can't compete on the third-party front. Would so, they have dropped Connect, kind of thing? If, if they'd if been the same, same power, then presumably they wouldn't have dropped Connect. Yeah, um, kind of thing. Too many, too many if buts and maybes, and and yes. no way of really answering the question. Um, I I am happy with my console choice. Uh, I'm also happy to. I'm happy that other people are happy with their Xboxes, and um, I like the competition. We were hoping that Microsoft would really, you know, go for it and and start creeping up behind. The, the, the Sony console because we want that competition to be there it's best for the consumer but it wasn't just power that led us to the decisions that we made back in yeah. 2013 so I just want this cloud to come out and be fucking awesome 
I really want them to just show that this thing is insane and it's going to blow everything away. But I doubt it will. We shall see, though. Crackdown. That uses that shit. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't really know what to make of all of that. But No. The biggest problem I have is that I don't believe these consoles have a... They don't have longevity. the longevity of the last ones. Exactly. I think they'll be... Replaced. I think they'll be replaced within the next two three years. Three. Yeah, and I'll say two to three. You know, if this was a ten-year life cycle, then you might see me buying an Xbox at some point to pick up to mop up on exclusives that I haven't been able to play. But yeah, with a life cycle as short as what I suspect this one will be, um, I'm I'm bedded in. Um, I've made my bed, and <laughs> here we are <laughs> on the PlayStation, yeah. waiting for Uncharted to come out in fucking March, mate. So. Yeah, looking forward to it. So yeah, there you go. So I guess that'll about do us, Ash. We've uh, we've had a few laughs and uh, we've covered a lot of ground and uh, delivered an exceptional podcast, just like we always do. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a chore how how good we are at all of this. Indeed. And um, the reason that I sound so perky is because it's now. T- I know it's now time for Rocket League. Yeah, indeed, buddy. Let's go play <laughs> some of that shit. So, yeah. Thank you very, very much for listening. Uh, you can find us at www.justiceforgamers.com, at Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, at Twitter, we are at Justice for Gamer. We're also on YouTube. Uh, just search Justice for Gamers on there and we'll pop up. And we're also on Google+, Plus, if that's how you choose to live your life. Uh, you can also contact us at contactjusticeforgamers at nice, gmail.com. Is that right? I never do that. Well, no, we, we made one. Just contact at justiceforgamers.com. There you go. Isn't it? There you go. Sure. Can just, just contact at justiceforgamers.com. Uh, it goes to Alex's email address, so it does. I pick it up. Send it all. I pick it up. Spam me, you know. Yes, um, spam. I'm me. in the market for some uh, penis enlargement, so uh, <laughs> if you if you could uh, hook me up, that'd be delightful. Contact yeah. at justiceforgamers.com. Is that to show off at the uh, golden release time? Yes, I mean mm. the one of the very important things about golden release time is having a beautiful, prestigious dong. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very important. We'll stop now. We will stop now. Thank <laughs> you very much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, take care. Have a good week. See ya. Bye. been listening to the justice for gamers podcast with ash and me alex we release this every sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead to find out more head to justiceforgamers.com facebook forward slash justice for gamers or twitter at justice for gamer if you have anything interesting to say pop an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and if you could write us a review on itunes we'd be forever in your debt have a cracking week and we'll catch you next time <laughs>